Hello. Good evening. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good. Well, I just wanted to start this. Um, this is my very first actual like phone or not in person interview for the Persephone program. So um, welcome wow. to the program. And I want to introduce you really quickly. Um, so everyone, today is going to be a conversation with um, tarot reader, artist, fashion designer, coder and tech person, Par Supreme, Jay Shirell. So welcome. And today we're <laughs> hey going Yeah, and okay, I forgot to say like super Aquarius queen. Um, we're talking about Aquarius today and like what's going on? This is an intense day. Um, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's mom- it's momentous, right? It is. It is. The energy today is very intense. Very intense. Yeah. It is. It's very interesting. And um, we were just talking before we got on this um, recording about the Chauvin trial, um, the connections to the Rodney King trial, um, also just, you know, various other connections like to when they called the election for Trump, um, Leo Moon connection there. And like, what's, what is like in store for our year and how is the movement for social justice happening and what are each of us respectively seeing and hearing and feeling and what are we getting from our guides? And so, um, Jay, you are a tarot reader and an intuitive as well. And mm-hmm. tell me like what you are feeling and thinking for this time. I know, and then I'll jump in with some astrology stuff. Like, honestly, my, okay, so like my friends and I, um, we've been talking about how the energy for the past few years has been kind of like a make it or break it energy. Like Mm. the chickens have come home to roost. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so everything is laid bare. Everything Mm. is laid bare. And so basically, you know, we, you can't hide anything anymore. Everything is out in the open. If you're trying to gaslight people about these things that's happening in the world, you're only gaslighting yourself. Ooh, I love the way that you put that. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh Uh-huh. And it is gaslighting, you know. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's, we've been gaslit for so long, and people are kind of, like, tired of it. Their eyes are open. And so it's kind of like get right or, like, get left behind yes. <laughs> energy. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I've seen people's politics change that I never, ever would have thought, you know, would think the things that they're thinking now and say the things that they're saying now. And so 
we're just in a time where it's like, you know, it's, it's 400 years after the first slaves, you know, mm-hmm. came, well, the first enslaved people, you know, came to America. You know, it's it's like the energy for whatever cycle that was is changing. And yes. it's a past energy. Yep. And yeah, let go or be dragged. It is a past energy. Right. Yeah. And, like, that's basically, like, what my cards said for this energy, you know. And, you know, change happens slowly. So do I think, like, even with this guilty verdict, like, this is a start, yeah. Like we're 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 still at the beginning of the change. Yep. You know, it like it's it's gonna take years, maybe even centuries for the change to finally like manifest. Who knows? You know, things are moving really quickly now. Who knows how long it'll take? But it's we're still at the beginning of the change. I don't even think we're like in the middle of the change. I still think we're in the beginnings of it. And, like, you know, when I pulled the cards, the cards, like, I mean, it was three major arcana cards. Yeah. There were no minor arcana cards. And major arcana cards, that's major change. That's big things happening, you know. And so I got the chariot. I got the world, and I got the magician. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. All about, like, victory through, you know, self-determined transformation. That's amazing. Right. (laughs) Right. Love it. So, you know, I feel like with the chariot, you know, some people see that as, like, a victory. (laughs) But I feel like it's the change that is, is coming through. It's bulldozing you know, through the world. Like, basically, it's like, you know, move yourself or be moved, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's the change that is coming. And then the world, I mean, you know, that goes for the world in general, like the population, the collective, but also, like, you know, that is the end <laughs> of the fool's journey, the major arcana. It's like mm-hmm. the attainment of the abundance, the wealth, the prosperity, the reward, like, you know, a change of status or a cycle or something. And then the yeah. magician, to me, that's the people. Like, we, we have to use what we have now to move forward. If we do not move forward, then, you know, I don't want to say all is lost, but we have we have to be the change. I know it sounds corny, but we do have to be the change. You know, one hundred percent. But also, I mean, this is like everyone else has to do the work. Right. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, again, I go back to like I agree. I mean, that's to me Saturn and Aquarius. So. You know, going back to the fact that, like, you yourself embody that, you know, with your sun and Venus conjoined in Aquarius, you know, Aquarius is about 
um, you know, the structures that serve the collective, you know, the work of the people rather than of a king or a small group, you know, of, of people. And, you know, going back to like we were talking about, you know, Saturn in Aquarius, you know, now and Saturn in Aquarius in the early 90s during the Rodney King, you know, beating into trial. And then before that, from 1962 to 1964, um, when Saturn was in Aquarius again and social justice was in the headlines, that was when um, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. delivered a, I have a, a, a dream speech. Um, at the Civil Rights uh, March to the Lincoln Memorial. It's when the Civil Rights Act and the Voting Rights Act were signed into law. Um, and then, you know, actually it was when Saturn was in Aquarius in the early 90s that the ML, that Martin Luther King Jr. Day holiday was born, you know, too. So at those times we had this, like, also this, like, the past – you know, the past needs to be in the past. We need to evolve. Like there's this energy of evolution around Aquarius and Saturn being the structures that we put into play into our lives. And it's kind of like, I, I see the chariot as a very like Saturn and Aquarius, you know, um, kind of, you know, concept. Certainly the chariot is very Saturnian because it's about controlling, you know, energy too, but, you know, determining it as well. But we have this, um, we have this opportunity now. Things are different. Obviously, you know, astrology is always talking about cycles of being and becoming. And no, even though we'll go back to certain themes, um, this theme now, like you said, it's really, there's, there's no, you can't hide from this energy. You know, this Jupiter having joined Saturn is about creating justice, expansiveness, and Jupiter also as another kind of like societal or collective planet talks about like what we care about, what are our ideals and beliefs um, spiritually and, you know, and share from a shared collective standpoint. So it's like it, now people, I think everyone has pretty much joined the idea of like, we cannot tolerate this injustice anymore. <laughs> and so, you know, I'm definitely seeing that. And um <sighs> time time's up it's yeah time. and i think i think that's why we're seeing like the temper tantrums and things now because the people who like i said are you know they've tried to gaslight us for so long but now they're only gaslighting themselves because like the veil is lifted as they say and the bright lights are on. And so it's like, you know, like I think back to like Sharon Osbourne a few weeks ago on the talk when she couldn't handle people questioning her support for Piers Morgan. And even Piers, Piers Morgan, he, you know, walked off set because mm -hmm. like, you know, these people that are like gaslighting and they've been so used to being able to, Gaslight people are no longer being able to, and they can't. They can't take it. They can't yeah. take it. It's just. It's it's very. It's a very interesting time. It's a very interesting time. I mean, not in addition, obviously, to the fact that like what is rising up, you know, as the predominant energy of change, we still have the illusion delusion aspects. Um, 
astrologically, mm-hmm. I've been talking about the fact that like just different conspiracy theories and, and the gaslighters themselves being gaslit by, by themselves, you know, yeah. whether it's, sorry, yeah. but you know, whether it's QAnon or, you know, the belief that, you know, everything is fine. What are people complaining about? You know, what, whatever it is. Right. Um, and you know, I think definite- a lot of that is Neptune and Pisces too. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, and I've been talking about that planet. on my Instagram. 100%. Yeah. Pisces, I've been, you know, on Neptune illusion delusion, getting lost in what is real and what isn't. And then the, that is also in aspect to the current nodes of the moon, which are, you know, the elliptical points in space that create the eclipse phenomena. And so they kind of represent like where, what we're leaving behind and what we're moving towards. And those mm-hmm. are in Sagittarius and Gemini, Sagittarius with being kind of like, you know, feeling like you know what's going on, you know, and, and Gemini yeah. reminds us to lead into like, what is true? What, what are, what are the facts? Not what you think or you believe, but what are the facts? And both those two energies are and kind what of is actually real. Yeah. What is real? I and mean, see, reality I was wondering, I'm like, what is going to happen? <laughs> like, and I was wondering like, what's going to happen when, you know, to people when it goes, when Neptune goes into Aries, are they going to get a shock? Because Aries is kind of like, so. even though Neptune is still there, like Aries, is, you know, can be kind of blunt and brash. It won't be till 2024. But yeah, I think that, I think that like people will like wake up from whatever drug they're on, if that makes sense, you know, <laughs> and, yeah, uh, yeah. and kind of like be like, wow, I, I can't believe that I believed that. Or they'll just almost like shake it off like because it, it is, it is very, I mean, like you said earlier about how you are blown away by some of the people, um, you know, changing their tune or kind of, you know, thinking, you know, standing up or changing the way that they've, they've thought about things. I think that there'll be another shift in a few years, you know, towards definite realism, you know, as opposed to this, you know, delusional kind of like, you know, idea that everything is okay, you know. <laughs> I kind of like do this Star really Wars hope, analogy where you I talk really about that. I like, that happens, though. <laughs> and I hope that the, the people Jedi that get track. the realism, I hope that they can ease into it. Because it's not easy, you know, having to admit that you were bamboozled or that you believed something, you know, was real that was not in fact real. True. I had a QAnon person come up to me in the store a few weeks ago. And it oh, was really? the strangest thing because you could tell that she really believed the things that she was, if, like, if as sure as me telling you, hey, the sky is blue. Like you could see it. And it was so strange. Like we, it was my mother and I in the store. And I had on two masks because I wear two masks now. Mm-hmm. And my mom wears the N95 mask. And she was talking to us about something. And then she looked at me and she said, girl, you got on two masks. You don't need to wear two masks. And I was like, um, okay, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, this was, you know, around the time when they said, yeah, you should be wearing two masks, you know. And she was like, I'm a nurse. 
I've done research on this, and I know that it's fake, and I know Fauci is lying, and I will go to my grave to save America. And then she just nonchalantly told me that basically her family had disowned her and her kids won't let her see her grandkids because of her beliefs. Mm-hmm. And then she looked at my mom, who was in the, the N95 mask, and said, but you know what? The mask that your mom has on is the one that you should be wearing. So I'm like, oh. it's so many things to unpack there. <laughs> yeah. You know? And it's just like, wow, the virus is fake. I shouldn't have on two masks, but my mom has on the right mask, and your kids disown you. <laughs> and she was just smiling and just looking like nothing was wrong. Like, like she could have just been telling me today is Tuesday and it's a day that ends in Y. And, I, you know, I really hope because, we have millions of people who are wrapped up under, I guess, that spell, that Neptunian spell. It is a spell, and yeah. That is a problem for the collective. I I have to admit that my aunt, um, she's kind of an ex-aunt, but she married my uncle, and they're divorced now, but she's been close with our family, you know, for 40 years. She also fell under that spell, just weirdly weirdly and gradually and you know started posting stuff about the storm is coming and afterwards the world will be beautiful and washed clean and it also um, sounded very messianic you know like very religious wow. you know um almost like there's going to be this the storm is an apocalypse but it is it is kind of like a spell or a little bit of a mass delusion that's like out in the collective right now. And there's definitely people that are attuned to it for whatever reason. It seems to make sense. Certainly we can't say that like, you know, all of them are definitively mentally ill, but, but you know, there's that gaslit kind of like, I don't know, like there's a trickster energy in the collective always. And and there's a lot of people that are like, they think that they're reading between the lines and figuring something out that isn't true. But regardless, mm-hmm. all of that, the, you know, that, that ties in also to like the theme of social justice and people, whether they're, you know, defending, you know, the police blindly and or, you know, other structures, authoritative structures, following people, you know, just that aren't necessarily good people. I mean, whatever it is, it's time to lean into what is real and what is truth. And that truth is, doesn't require belief. It requires facts, experiential facts. Right. You know? Right. So, you know, it's like that is happening. And so I'm excited about that. Tell me, like, we had a reading. So just so I can tell my listeners, um, I read for Jay, Jay read for me, um, and we did a reading like around your birthday uh, all about this year for you. What is, what's like happening and what, I mean, it's, it's been a bit of a slow start. The first quarter of this year was rocked by, you know, the Saturn Uranus square and especially Aries season was very martial. I mean, we had 
a lot of violence. We had, I mean, Mars was in bad aspect at the beginning of the year during the insurrection. And then, um, you know, Aries season was a bit of a, you know, blank show of martial violence. I do kind of feel like we're moving out a little bit. It's going to be a little bit of a theme throughout this year. Um, but I think it's going to shake out. Hopefully we'll get gun, gun control. But what, how are you feeling personally and creatively? And what do you see for yourself? Um, you had mentioned a few things earlier. Like, what do you see for yourself as like a very Aquarian woman? You know, I really feel like this is going to be a year where you can kind of move into almost like, like I said before, like a revolutionary evolution, you know, in your life. What is happening? How are you feeling? Well, you know, the past few months, like you said, like, Honestly, this year has had, like, the weirdest energy, especially coming off of 2020, which was just so abysmal (laughs) and bleak. But, you know, this year has had the, I don't know, this this year has had the strangest energy, and I'm not going to question it. (laughs) I'm just going to go with the flow because at the beginning of the year, like, you know, I had that New Year, you know, energy, but – it still felt like very 2020. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. something happened within the past few weeks, and it feels like a cloud has been lifted for me personally. I don't know about any other Aquarius, but for me personally, I feel like, I don't know, I haven't felt this way in a long time. This is like really like good energy. And, I feel like very tapped in to whatever positive vibes are out there right now. (laughs) And, you know, I have had moments where, you know, I have struggled to be productive. I think everybody is fatigued at this point in the pandemic. But I've also had like intense moments of creativity um, I've seen my skills with certain things get better, and I've had, like, intense moments of, like, productivity where I can get not just, like, one big project done, but, like, multiple projects done. And so, That's like, exciting. this energy is, it's like, it's like, it is exciting. It's like Energizer battery energy. It's weird. It's very weird. I mean, I feel and, I don't know, like that, that for you. I definitely do, looking at your astrology, that you're ready to get the work done that you know that you need to get done and that you're ready to have um, an unfoldment, I guess, of some of your talents, you know, that maybe you haven't in a while. You know, especially yeah, last year yeah. was really hard, um, you know, just to be, to feel creative, to feel motivated, to, you know, all of that. Yeah, it was, last year was just so, you know, wow, like this is really, we're in a pandemic. (laughs) This is really happening, like, OMG, (laughs) you know? Yeah. But, like, I just, I don't know, Michelle. Like, this is just a really, like, this is just a really vibrant energy. Like, that's how I can explain it. Like, and it's, like, so funny because, like, 
I started, okay, so I started sewing this uh, pattern, like, last, like, like around the time the pandemic had started, like, Mm -hmm. for us, at least, for March. And I was, you know, working through the pattern. I was taking my time, sewing my shirt. And then right when I got to the hem, which was the last thing I had to do, my machine, my sewing machine broke. And there was, like, nothing that I could do to get my machine to do what it needed to do. And it was, like, a basic problem, like, one that I've had so many times, and I've always been able to just, like, walk away from the machine, come back the next day and fix it. Mm-hmm. And I could not, and like I tell you, Michelle, when the energy changed, because I had tried to change my, I had tried to fix my machine so many times. When the energy changed, I went back to my machine and fixed it and was able to finish my shirt. And now I'm wow. working on like a new garment. And it was so weird. <laughs> I was like, okay, so there's clearly an energy shift. Like, personally, like, I've been doing shadow work and stuff, and so I feel like I have leveled up in that regard as well. Like, this energy is so different. It really is different. I love that because don't we all, I mean, I think that we all sort of felt like, you know, 2020 was like pause button or stop button, you know. It was literally for certain, Mm -hmm. for many people, unfortunately, um, you know, as we lost many people, but it was like, you know, your sewing machine was saying like, no, this isn't what you're going to do right now. <laughs> it's like, it's not about creating. Right. It's not right. about being outwardly productive. You know, it's time for you to look within so that you can level up and that, you know, that looking within that a lot of us had to do a lot of shadow work, you know, last year and, and into the first quarter of 2021 as we're processing so much. And, you know, it's been, it's really empowering to do that work. You know, it, it makes you realize your own strengths, you know, the, the, the things that can never be taken away from you. Um, you know, just, it really gives you that, that level up energy. Yeah. And, um, yeah. yeah. So I'm just, I'm really excited to see, like, what happens with, um, you know, sort of in general and, you know, we, we, we are still gearing up as a country, the United States. Like you said earlier, we are able to, like, take a, a hard look at, you know, where we are right now and understand that we have to let go of the past. We still have to, like, face it and process it realistically, but we can move forward, you know, um, at least the general majority. Like, you know, it's never it's never like everyone, you know, but... Um, majority rules. So, you know, I think the general majority is I mean, we still have ready. the Pluto return. So. Right. As I was going to say, we're still moving into the Pluto return, which is exact next year. Um, I don't think that our shocks and upsets are finished. But remember, this is a super long transit. Um, Jupiter, I mean, Pluto has been Capricorn since 2008, and it's been gearing up since the 2013 square. It's been applying. So it's an applying transit, meaning that the, um, you know, the Pluto has been sort of like if you're thinking about it, like moving towards its original position in the natal chart of the United States, the birth of the United States. Uh, So it's been applying. And once it 
you know, conjoins, it's separating. So it's like, I feel like it's going to get better, you know, um, mm-hmm. after we have that conjoining, you know, energy. And it's just, it's because it's geared up for so long. Yeah, yeah. These long transits, it's just, I can't, like, I can't even believe, like, we're living through this time. It's so wild. It is. You know, my mom used to always say that, like, um, she always wanted to live in interesting times. And, you know, there's that, that famous, like, you know, Chinese proverb, you know, may you live in interesting times that is both, I guess, a mm-hmm. blessing and a curse. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're like living history right now and it's exciting and difficult, uh, you know, um, but I think that like whatever we can do as conscious people, as healers, as readers um, for other people is helpful because, you know, we're able to channel energy and information that is guidance for people. And so in that way, we're, I think, hopefully, you know, all of us are contributing. We all are. We're all a part of the world and contributing to our potential. Wow. You know, like you're doing it. Like every reading you're doing is contributing like to what we can build together, you know, and let's hope, you know, let's hope that it is. I always thought that like the future would be like Star Trek, you know, like with Federation of Planets. And, I thought like, I would have a hover this. around, like back to the future. I thought I would have one of those by now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Be able to go time travel. I mean, hey, it's possible, you know, it's definitely <laughs> possible. I really, I really think that it is. Um, so another quick question for you too, like what are you seeing? Like I wanted to ask you earlier though, how did you become a tarot reader? How did you get involved in the tarot? I know that you had, we had talked earlier and you had mentioned that you were a sorority girl and from a fairly traditional conservative upbringing, what brought you to the occult? And how do you deal with that in connection with some of your like more traditional family members um so like not all of my family members know but you know most of them pretty much that I am a tarot reader or at least into the spooky stuff you know (laughs) um but I think well I've always been like I mean, I'm an Aquarius, so like I've always, mm-hmm. I've always <laughs> been that that girl that's been different. <laughs> yeah, so the outsider. You know, <laughs> I think they already like understand me in that way, you know. But my story is really like interesting and strange because, like. <laughs> I, as a child, (laughs) so I'm not just a a psychic, I'm a medium as well. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. so as a child, I was always like super connected and could see, hear, sense things that weren't there. (laughs) And I didn't understand what was going on. And so I would try to like go to the library at school and read books about it to try to figure out like, you know, like, what what is happening? What, why is this like this? I would read, like, I would always go to the occult section and, like, try to read, like, books mm-hmm. on, like, ghosts and things like that. 
And I remember when I was little, I used to go to the Walden bookstore in the mall. Mm-hmm. And they always had a writer tarot deck, like a few of them stacked by the cashier. Mm-hmm. And I would always look at it and I'm like, you know what? I need to get into that. I don't know why it called to me. Maybe it was the bright yellow box. I don't know. But I was like, I need to get into that. And so when I was in middle school, I got my first tarot deck and I I played around with it a little bit. And then I kind of like, you know, was like, okay, let me, this is not the time for me, but this is a start. And so then I started having, like, I had, like, two main spiritual awakenings, and they happened during, like, really difficult periods in my life. And so the second spiritual awakening, I had a reading with a friend who also is a psychic medium, and she was like, you, you know, you need to be doing this. You are spiritually gifted. You are a medium. You're this, you're that, you're da 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 And it was like everything had opened up, and I finally understood what was going on, and it was like, okay, like now is time. So I picked the cards back up, and I knew I was like, you know what, I think I'm supposed to be reading for people and help, you know, people, like guide them to whatever, you know, issues that they have. You know, I, I mostly read for women. I have a female clients, but I mostly, I guess I'm, I'm kind of like healing the divine feminine in a way within them. And I mean, that's really how I, how I got into tarot professionally. I mean, that story is innate, you know, basically you were guided, you felt this way your whole life. And, and I know we talked about this in your reading too, but I just want to mention like um, Jay has a Scorpio ascendant with Pluto on the ascendant, a moon in the 12th house, <laughs> um, black moon Lilith and Chiron in the eighth. Right now we have the North node and Mars also in your eighth house, like really um, and North node's been there for about a year and a half, like, uh, you know, almost two years, like really engaging that. So those are, you know, those are, many of the house positions astrologically of, you know, talents with, you know, spiritual work, mediumship, intuition. Um, so, I mean, you have it. Like, it's in, it's in your chart, too. Um, right, right. When I do think you're being activated right now. So it's like for a lot of us, it's like this, this is a time period that is almost like the tower card, you know, where structures are falling down and there's like lightning bolts that are hitting certain people. Kind of the literal embodiment of it. Yeah, it is the embodiment of the tower. And so those of us that it's like we were born for this to come and, you know, just engage and also, you know, navigate it as well as we can using the tools, you know, that we have. So and you've got them. Um, So I'm so excited to like, you know, I guess, see how much more deeply this is engaged and how you can marry kind of some of the like creative design work that you're doing like as an artist with your own psychic medium work and the tarot. So I, I heard from a little bird, might have been you, that you had actually created some oracle cards and that you have some really kind of like exciting new artistic designs along the metaphysical bent. Is that right? <laughs> Can we talk about it? Yes, yes, yes. So 
the Oracle card deck. Um, I just got my sample in, and I haven't decided whether I'm going to sell it or do like a a free thing yet, like as a, a uh, you know how to like a convert kit, how to get the email thing. I'm still trying to work on this business thing. <laughs> it's like trying to 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 blend them both is like oh my gosh, there's something else I have to learn. I know. But um, I I created it. It's like it's a self care deck, and so it's basically like for oh, people who you know they you know they they need to rest, they need to relax, they need to, you know, ground themselves, focus on themselves, and they can, um, you know, pull a card for the day or for just that time or multiple cards, however they see fit, and it gives them, like, a, a prompt of something to do for themselves, to take time for themselves. So I've been working on that, and then I have a new merch line, um, the link is in the bio of both my Twitter and my Instagram account. That's also where you can find the link to schedule a tarot reading with me. And my Instagram and tarot are, I mean, Instagram and Twitter are jsherelle, at jsherelle, so it's J-I-S-H-I-R-E-L-L-E. And so my link in the bio gives you all of that. And I actually, on TikTok and Instagram Reels, I just started, like, there's only so much you can do within 30 seconds, but I just started, like, a basic um, uh, video series where I'm giving people, like, keywords to help them learn the cards of the Major Arcana. Nice. Love. That's so exciting. Well, I know I'm going to get some of your – some of your astrology stuff, so your astrology gear, um, and I think that'll that'll be yeah, really that's, cool. So, I'm yeah, trying put, to I'll work on your, designing that, getting that together. Yeah, I'll put all your um, your info in the notes for this podcast, so people know where to find you. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is this is an exciting, amazing interesting, innovative year for you personally and obviously the world too. Um, I also wanted to mention the United States is also having its Mars return right now, Mars and Gemini, which I think really kind of made, um, you know, the the last like month or so with, you know, Aries season and, you know, the U.S. having its Mars return like very extra martial, you know, with like, with all the gun violence and things like that. But um, yeah, I was going to say all these, these shootings and things. I, and it's yeah. weird. Like my, my Walmart has never been like this. And the Walmart down the street from me has had four shootings inside the Walmart in four months. That is, I mean, it's, it, it is absolutely reflected, you know, in the cosmos. But I also feel like, you know, how sometimes you know, things come to a head before they get healed. Um, they re, you know, it's really coming up. It's coming up massively. And, you know, like you said earlier, we can't, it can't be hidden. You know, there's, you know, we, we live in an information age where, you know, anything that happens in any small town is everywhere, you know, instantly. So right. we do have you to can't avoid about it. that. That'll be, that'll be part of this year too. But I'm so, I feel so, um, I guess 
positive about the cards that you were guided to um, pull for or were, that were guided to you for 2021 um, because, you know, the chariot and the world and the magician are so are cards of empowerment. And I think that that is also another theme of all of this, um, of the astrology of 2021 is empowerment. So I'm really hoping that we all feel empowered. I know that like, I feel empowered to know that you're out there doing the good work, you know, you know, <laughs> we're high-fiving each other in the, try. You know, in the ethers, you know, like doing what we can. Yeah. Um, but I really appreciate you, you know, coming on and like giving us your perspective and thanks for, for having sharing. me. This was really nice. Yeah, it was great. And, um, Oh, I forgot to say, oh, before we finish, I forgot to say, I bought your book for Kindle the other day, so I have to read that. It's on my list of books to read. I'm so OMG. excited to dig into it. Oh, yes, thanks. I'm so yeah, excited well, to hear to from you. It. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting, like, mashup, you know, of a memoir with astrology teaching, and I am doing a free book club, so if you want to join, it's um, – you can join on my website and um, it basically is just like, we're going to meet once every two weeks to just talk about the chapters and go over them because every chapter at the end has exercises for you to do for your own chart, just to kind of gain some new perspective into, you know, some of your, your natal positions. So that'll be fun. Yay. Well, to be continued, my dear, um, someday yeah, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna get together in person, but um, in the meantime, we're still high fiving each other through the invisible waves of this Aquarian energy, <laughs> and riding the waves and doing our part. And um, thank you. So again, I just want to say that I'm gonna have all of um, Jay's contact information in the notes, but definitely um, contact her for a reading. She's great. Um, she's amazing. She sent me oh, a <laughs> video recording, and um, her art is incredible. She's a really interesting person, an all-around Renaissance Aquarian woman um, with lots of talents, and I really appreciate it. Well, thank you so, again for thank having you, me Jay. On. We will talk soon. Yay. Bye. All right. Bye.